0: Welcome to the Truth About ICD-10 podcast, with tips and strategies to improve documentation, billing, and compliance as you transition to ICD-10. This is the ideal podcast for front desk, clinicians, and billers. For more information and to get your free ICD-10 book, please visit www.truthabouticd10.com. And now your host and author of The Truth About ICD-10, Dr. Nitin Choda. So
1: what's going to be the impact of ICD-10 on payer contracts? Well, for starters, you need to be able to look at your payer contracts as a practice and identify contracts that may be tied to particular, where your reimbursement is tied to particular diagnosis codes. The fact is you need to contact your payers to identify if there's going to be a change in your existing contract because of the switch from ICD-9 to ICD-10. You've got to set aside enough time to maybe renegotiate your contracts and, more importantly, uh, educate clinicians and educate billing staff about the change to the contract. Now, most, in fact, all contracts so far have been based on the ICD-9 terminology. With the switch to ICD-10, all the payer contracts will need to be reviewed because there's a high likelihood, like I said, that they might actually change significantly, and uh, and there need to there needs to be an adjustment on the side of the practice. Now, the reason for the adjustment in the payer contract is simply because ICD-10 codes are a lot more specific. In fact, the payer is going to expect you to document with a much higher level. Of granularity with a much higher level of specificity and therefore the you know from from a reimbursement standpoint payers are going to have dedicated staff members on their team that are going to look at the documentation and say hey could this could this documentation have been a lot more specific could this claim have used ICD-10 codes that are a lot more specific than the ICD-10 codes that you're using now now the fact is if you use an ICD-10 code that's not specific that's not very detailed that will inevitably lead to uh, further back and forth possibly a review maybe even a denial from payers so you know keep in mind that even though the CPT codes even though the procedure codes haven't changed it's really important for practices to conduct an analysis and identify you know, which ICD-10 codes are are they, you know, most likely to use. And it's really important, again, to to take a close look at your payer contract to identify whether your contracts are actually tied to specific diagnosis codes. Because the fact is, once ICD-10 codes are implemented, you're going to need to set aside a lot of additional time to review the contract, to perhaps, like I said, renegotiate the contract and then decide how you're going to approach documentation, how you're going to approach the kind of patients that you work with for that particular payer.